One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to another episode of Say Why to Drugs with me, Susie Gage. And in this episode, Scooby's Pip and I are chatting about salvia. Salvia is a psychedelic drug, but chemically it's pretty different from LSD, psilocybin and DMT. And it's not really clear how or why it has the psychedelic effects that it does. Salvia has been used in Mexico for hundreds of years as a tool to facilitate sort of shamanic experiences and spiritual encounters, but also as a herbal remedy. While there are lots of case studies and scientific descriptions of salvia, there's surprisingly little good quality evidence around its effects, both in terms of intoxication and the potential it might have for long-term risks and things like that. While researching this episode, I found papers suggesting it was both a cognitive enhancer and that frequent use will negatively affect cognition. So if any listeners have expertise on salvia and think Pip and I have overlooked anything important in this episode, please do get in touch and we'll do an update. But without further ado, here's Pip and I saying why to salvia. Okay, so let's talk about salvia. Yes. Now, salvia is the, it's a plant, salvia divinorum, which sounds a bit Harry Potter. Yeah, it does. Uh, (laughs) It does sound wonderfully Harry Potter. It's uh, related to the sage plant, so sometimes it's called sort of sage or stuff on the street. Mm -hmm. And the the compound that's thought to be important in it is salvinorin A, and this is thought to give you the psychoactive effects. So it's a dissociative hallucinogen. Right. It's very unusual in that it doesn't seem to operate like other hallucinogens like LSD or psilocybin or like other sort of dissociative drugs like ketamine. Mm -hmm. Scientists aren't really sure how it operates. There's some theory that it might affect opioid receptors, so like drugs like heroin do. But... um, no one's really sure why it has the effects that it does. Yeah. So it's it's a funny one. And you can consume it in a number of ways. So you can chew fresh leaves or dried leaves. Um, or sorry, dried leaves, you could smoke them. But um, it's quite difficult to get much of an intoxication effect from smoking dried leaves. So what tends to happen is they're sold with extra strength added. So 
they're added like added concentrations so right. you can get kind of five times strength 20 times strength that kind of thing so and these ones you you sort of need to in, inhale one sort of lung full and, and the effects yeah pretty instantaneous wow. do you know much about salvia no it's an interesting one it's it it's one that i'm i'm not f- familiar with and when you you put it on the list as yeah as 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 intrigued um Again, it's got similar effects to a lot of the different drugs that I've I've, I've tried in my youth. Um, I'm pretty sure because I remember the last time we had one that, that I was like, I'm not that familiar with this. I'm not I've not tried it for halfway through. You used a name I was familiar with. I was like, Oh yeah, I know that. I know that one. But again, I don't think that's the case with this. It's mm. it's one that is intriguing because yeah, there, there's it seems to be a combination of, of 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 a lot of the popular drugs, I guess, with the yeah, the dissociative element and the and the psychedelic element. Yeah, yeah. So um, I have known a few people who've used salvia, and the, what they've said to me about the appeal is that it's sort of like LSD or mushrooms, but it's a much more intense trip, but it's much shorter lasting. So right. the thing with something like mushrooms or LSD is is the trips can last for hours. Yeah, and that sort of not so much the case with with salvia. Yeah, I mean that's often w- w- what we've seen on previous ones tends to be an increased risk there. The faster something t- 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 a- a takes effect, we've previously seen the bigger risk on mm. on how your body reacts to it because there will be that kind of that you're thrown straight in at the at the deep end as such. But yeah. a sh- again, a shorter a shorter s- a cycle is. It's yeah. worrying in a way too, actually, because you probably <laughs> just want to do more and more and more. I was going to say it sounds like a good thing, but yeah. knowing uh, recreational dr- dr- drug use is the tendency would be, right, this is wearing off. Well, I think hallucinogens tend to be different from sort of other kinds of drugs in, yeah. in that respect. Yeah, in that sure. They're not so Moorish in that way that you, yeah, once you a great if point. you've just you come that. out of a yeah. trip, you don't immediately want to go and have another one necessarily. Yeah, 100%. And when we get onto some of the descriptions of, of the type of hallucinations that you can experience on this, then then yeah, it'd be interesting to see whether you sort of change your mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in terms of appeal, some of the other things were, until the new, um, the psychoactive substances bill, uh, salvia was legal. You could get it from head shops. Right. So maybe it had to sort of feel that it was safe because it was legal yeah as we've talked about not necessarily the case and uh it's not really habit forming so perhaps this is this is an appeal before we sort of get really into this i should say that it's this is a difficult one to do because there's actually very little research into salvia so a lot of this comes from kind of anecdotal reports Mm -hmm. and case studies um there's been very little kind of really sort of in-depth research and perhaps this is because it isn't actually that widely used either yeah so the short-term effects if you smoke it then the onset is within seconds so people have been sort of warned about lighting like people smoke it through bongs quite often so you've been warned about lighting it with a match because you may be liable to drop the match if you sort of right. if the intoxication hits you that quickly wow. you might sort of lose well, you lose grip on reality potentially, yeah. so you might lose grip on a match as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so the peak of the intoxication can happen within sort of five to ten minutes and it can be over within half an hour or so. So right. it's pretty sort of short, sharp 
trip. Yeah. If you chew it, what you tend to do is um, there's no point in swallowing it because your stomach um, sort of dissolves it. You don't get any mm-hmm. digest, not dissolves, <laughs> digest it and the, you don't get the effect. But you hold it in your mouth and kind of absorb it through the through the lining of your mouth. Mm-hmm. So people sort of hold a, like a wad of leaves in their mouth for a, an hour or so. And as with all substances that we've talked about, when you chew rather than sort of smoke, it's a slower onset, so it's sort of around 15 minutes after you start mm-hmm. chewing it. The peak tends to be around 30 minutes in and then you can fade sort of after an hour or so. Yeah. And so let's go on to kind of what, what is the intoxication effect like? Yeah. So at a small dose, you can feel sort of odd and giggly. And I guess this is kind of related to similar how you feel when you're on mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. You get that kind of like laughter and just feeling a bit weird. Yeah. And then... At larger doses, you get this sort of real scrambling of perception. And one of the things that a lot of people report is time alteration. So the trip may only last for half an hour, but some people can say it feels like it's lasted for hours and hours. Mm -hmm. That's quite a common one with hallucinogens in in, in general, isn't it? It's, 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 It's very much a, yeah. That, that evening could last for, yeah, for days and days as such. So yeah. Yeah. And people who use sort of lots of different psychedelics do tend to report that salvia is is more extreme, maybe because the trip is actually quite a lot shorter, that it Mm -hmm. relatively feels much longer. And people describe hallucinations so intense that you can forget that you've actually taken a drug. Wow. So I don't know how that relates to sort of LSD or, or mushrooms. Do you think you could have that strong of an effect on on them again i can't i can't Im, Im, imagine it but, but but i guess my experiences of them have been very much um the whole experience is revolving around that mm-hmm. if you know what i mean yeah. there's the, it's not just a, a chance moment it's very much oh we're doing this tonight this yeah. is our evening yeah on this drug um but yeah that's an interesting one because that's where again with particularly with stronger um doses of lsd i've experienced a key thing for me has been reminding myself that i've taken a drug it will last a certain amount of time to keep myself from panicking and having a bad trip and having all these these bad reactions so the idea of of not having that knowledge is is quite a scary one i remember it's going to sound ridiculous but I was once. I once had. <laughs> I once had a a, a barbecue sausage sp- spiked, and again, I'm the most against spiking ever. I think it's a, a horrible thing, and I think the only reason I managed to get through it more comfortable was because of previous experience with drugs. But it was just sm- a, a spiked with some some weed. But again, the 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 eating can often have a different effect, and it made me a bit sp- spaced out. Yeah. And that was even though it will be far milder than any of my experiences on mushrooms or LSD, it was the most horrible experience I've had of any kind of hallucinating yeah. because I wasn't aware, I wasn't prepared for it. Yeah. It came out of nowhere exactly. and I was uncomfortable and like, oh, I went home immediately and, yeah, and felt unpleasant. Yeah, and I think we did touch on this in the psychedelics episode that sort of spiking with psychedelics is incredibly dangerous. Because Hugely. that is when you can feel like you are losing your mind. Yeah. And like that can trigger genuine sort of, mental health problems yeah yeah. because as you say the sort of part of the enjoyable thing about being on a psychedelic is looking forward to being on a psychedelic you've chosen to yeah yeah. and you're going 
oh, is it kicked in yet? Is it kicking in? Is this, yeah, is that whole, that whole journey itself? Whereas out of nowhere, suddenly feeling outside of yourself essentially is, yeah, it's kind of terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's something about salvia that is, it's not necessarily a pleasant experience. Right. Like people don't do it sort of for enjoyment. People do it for kind of, I didn't even think introspection is the right word. Um, so people say it's sort of different to more classical psychedelics and possibly this is because it's got this also this dissociative yeah. aspect to it as well. It's interesting. I mean, as soon as, as, you, uh, as you describe the, the quick onset and the, and the quick uh, offset as yeah. such of it, um, it instantly came to mind as something that people, because again, I, I've got a lot of friends who will use drugs for inspiration or or for writing and things like that yeah. it instantly jumped out as an example there of right if you can have a quick half an hour yeah. of this experience then that would appeal in that situation but i said it's an intense yeah and potentially incredibly unpleasant half an hour to an hour then that's mm. not yeah it's sort of less you feel less kind of involved in the experience than you do when you're on something yeah. like LSD or psilocybin. Yeah. It's more something that happens to you yeah, rather, rather than, than something that you are part of. Yeah. yeah. I think that's, I think that's sort of the difference in trip between salvia yeah. and, and psilocybin and Instead LSD. of walking through a nice park, you're being dragged through a nice <laughs> park, which no matter how nice the park is, <laughs> you're still being dragged. It's, it's <laughs> So, yeah, it can make you forget that you're on a drug. It can make you lose all sense of your mind and body and perhaps even make you forget who or even what you are. Yeah. Um, and people report sort of depersonalization or derealization, which I guess is the same kind of thing. It's sort mm-hmm. of, I don't know what I am. I don't know who I am. I don't know what's real. Yeah. And yeah, so it's not necessarily pleasurable. Um, it can lead to you sort of moving around. So... One thing that's really advised is to have, particularly if you've never done it before, and but kind of probably anyway, is to have a sitter with you. That, yeah. Like it can be a pretty full on experience and you might, you idea, you need to be somewhere safe. You need to be somewhere where you've sort of not things around that you can harm yourself with. Mm-hmm. And um, because there have been cases of accidents where people have sort of damaged themselves yeah. because they haven't known sort of where they are or what they are or what they're doing. Yeah. People re- report encounters with other beings. I guess this isn't that dissimilar to other psychedelics. Mm-hmm. Feeling of falling, of floating, of flying. Again, sort of feelings that you might have on other psychedelics. But also sort of slightly more extreme feeling like you're dying or feeling like you're going permanently mad. Like, I don't know what right. that would feel like. Yeah. Sort of, that's quite an intense description. Yeah. And I imagine that's not something everyone experiences, but... Yeah, um, I mean the disassociation bit's the the scariest part and the bit that makes that make sense because mm. because something that I said can be your your grappling hook or your anchor at points when you're on psychedelics is that awareness that right I I know I've taken something I know this not even necessarily I know that this isn't real because again there's yeah. different perceptions when going into psychedelics yeah, on that but more I know this has got a time limit I know it's got its beginning middle and end. I can kind of sense when I'm at the peak and kind of sense when that's wearing out. Whereas if you've not got that to anchor you, then yeah, that, that I can see how that can be a far more tr- traumatic uh, trip. Yeah. Um, but there's no evidence that it's toxic or that it's harmful to the body in any way. Sort of the main thing you're at risk of is um, is sort of having an accident while yeah. you're on it. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got 
as that bit because up to that I was feeling this was just a great advert for it. It sounded fantastic. <laughs> I, was, I was listening, thinking, I mean, well, this sounds great. It's it's a mixture of all the drugs. It's non toxic. It's this, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I think it's pretty difficult to overdose physically, but obviously the trip is already really intense, and yeah. so the more you take, the more intense that yeah. might be. And I think what the difficult thing is that people, yeah, if you are sort of feeling these kind of really extreme experiences like you might be going permanently mad they they do end but if you've also then time feels like it's it's lasting much much longer then it's even though you're only in the trip for half an hour it might feel like an awful lot longer to you longer term it doesn't seem to be habit forming like sort of all the other psychedelics and i think that's a lot to do with it's not the kind of the reason that people become dependent on drugs is because of the sort of pleasurable feeling that they get from doing them whereas i don't think people take salvia to have a pleasurable experience they take Mm. it to have a very very unusual experience that you probably can't get from anything else yeah so that kind of becoming addicted to it doesn't really seem to be a problem yeah um it's been associated with lung irritation but this could be due to you consume it by smoking it yeah of course um and it's associated with headaches but again, this could be to do with sort of the way that you consume it. Um, I could only find one sort of documented case of psychosis developing after using salvia. And there's potential that there's underlying high risk anyway. So with all sort of psychedelics, if, you've, if, there's, if you're at high risk of things like psychosis, then it's really, really something to be avoided because... Yeah the sort of the la- losing control in that kind of way is 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 absolutely going to be a trigger for people who are at, yeah, of course. at sort of higher risk um and again there's sort of anecdotal reports of longer lasting kind of unpleasant effects so someone reported sort of having this derealization feeling that lasted for kind of a couple of days after they took right. it but again a couple like sort of a couple of days is, it must be pretty horrendous but it comes to an end kind yeah of thing yeah and and it's, it's 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 a tough one with with any hallucinogens is is gauging what is a physical prolonged effect and and just a, almost a realizational yeah. prolonged effect again when we discussed um yeah hallucinogens in the past there were certain things that i realized when on when tripping or when, or when hallucinating, that I then th- th- thought about off them and have changed my yeah. perception and outlook. Now, that's not the drug continuing on. But again, I can see similarly that if you have a darker or unpleasant realisation, the drug may wear off. But if you remember that, you've still potentially experienced something unpleasant that may that may resonate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think what we talked about in the psychedelics episode it's kind of sort of a switch that might change and sort of change your perspective yeah. on things as you've just described. And I don't know whether that's the case here. Again, this is, it's a difficult episode to do because there is so little research. Yeah, so yeah. the people that I know who use salvia do it because they find the experience sort of rewarding, I suppose. They mm-hmm. get something out of, out of having a, a trip on salvia and possibly it's the short-term effect makes it more of a kind of, social thing that like it doesn't take up your whole evening you can sort of do it and then you can do something else afterwards kind of thing i'm not sure but yeah so i think it's 
there's some evidence as well that people get flashbacks afterwards but mm-hmm. again it's sort of this isn't really scientific evidence it's anecdotal report yeah. and there's just so little research into salvia that it's pretty difficult to sort of really say with certainty whether these kind of things happen or not yeah. and again whether it's sort of something that's just like remembering vividly or something that's sort of uncontrollably forcing its way back yeah. into your brain it, again it's a tough one because as soon as you've taken any drug and you've been warned of flashbacks it's easy to associate something as a flashback and again i'm i'm, I'm i maintain i've never had any flashbacks i've had points where my vision will go a bit weird or my, my mind will go a bit weird but I'm pretty sure I had them before yeah. I'd done any drugs. The mind's a strange thing. Yeah. You have these moments and turns and it can be all sorts of different reasons, but it's easy to then go, this is because of that's because, it's yeah, cause of what exactly. I've done. You know? And that, that's sort of illustrating nicely the problem with case control studies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that where memory isn't that reliable necessarily. And when you've got sort of a stronger pre-existing belief, yeah. then you're more likely to yeah. sort of associate one thing with another whereas someone who doesn't have that might not yeah yeah okay so i've only got one myth about salvia and that is uh that some people think salvia is going to be like cannabis because it's sort of a herb right because it's related to sage um and you smoke it but the intoxication effects as we've described pretty different so don't smoke salvia if you're expecting it to be like cannabis because you'll be in for a bit of a nasty surprise or certainly a very very intense surprise anyway um and in terms of anything else i think we've already talked about the importance of having a sitter particularly if you've not done it before Mm -hmm. that just having someone there who's not intoxicated to kind of keep you safe um this person they probably shouldn't try and sort of restrain you because that can be quite frightening if you're if you're having a trip and this this is a kind of case for any psychedelic really it's not really specific yeah situation yeah is 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 key they've recently um i think they've they've made um, mushrooms illegal in amsterdam again and it was because of of someone very sadly jumped off of a bridge but again it's kind of it's, it's situation that's not the that's not the, or the drug doesn't make you jump off bridges. That's yeah. not one of its effects. It's the situation you're in in that time. Yeah, absolutely. Added to it, that could happen from a drunk person or from yeah. a very, you know, a depressed or angry. Like there's a there's a, a, a lot of things that could make that happen. So yeah, as we've discussed with hallucinogens in the past, a situation is is key. Really it's important. not really one to just do in a club or on on a night out. <laughs> things like that. It should be a more controlled and yeah, absolutely, and, and come safe situation yeah 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 it's all about sort of harm reduction and the more things that you can do to keep yourself safe while you're taking drugs then the better time that you'll have yeah well that seems like a good place to end that perfect and there we are now as i say i'm always keen to hear from people after these episodes so i'd love to hear from people who use salvia just to tell us what's the appeal of salvia for you And in some other news, as some of you may know, I went to Boston a couple of weeks ago and I received an amazing honour there. I won the American Association for the Advancement of Science's Early Career Award for Public Engagement with Science. And a large reason that I won this is because of the podcast. So, as I said, it was an incredible honour and it was also really amazing to hear senior US academics try and say the words Scroobius Pip as they describe the podcast. 
So I got to make an acceptance speech there, but nobody that I thanked was actually there to hear it. So I just wanted to say it again here. So first and foremost, thanks so much to Pip, who has just been insanely supportive and helpful and a brilliant collaborator, network boss and all round just a total dude, really. Um, thanks to Jim Murray for doing the music and for the support. Thank you so much to at My Name Is Ad for the amazing artwork. And I don't know whether people watch the podcast on Acast, but Ad makes a different uh, artwork for every single episode. And all the, so they're all different colours and it's really amazing. And so thank you so much, Ad. And also I'd like to thank Charlie Williams for editing the first batch of episodes and really helping me sort of get to grips with that. But most of all, or... Equally, I want to thank everyone who listens. So thank you for your support, for downloading the episodes, for writing me nice reviews and just for the amazing community that's built up around these podcasts. It really, really means the world to me and I'm really, yeah, doing my best to make these episodes as good as I can. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks and talking about PCP. But for now, take care. Bye. You've been listening to Say Why to Drugs with me, Dr. Susie Gage. The music was by Jim Murray and the artwork was by at my name is at. Say Why to Drugs would not have been possible without the generous support of I'm a Scientist Get Me Out of Here, the Medical Research Council and Scroobius Pips Distraction Pieces Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.